This message comes to you from City Bible Church in Portland, Oregon, where we are committed to living like Jesus and sharing His love. It is our prayer that this message blesses and enriches your life. We're talking about this word favor. If you haven't picked up a prayer card, please do that in the foyer, all the campuses. The prayer card is to be used for 14 days. There's 14 days of devotions on favor with scriptures that you can read every day as you go through the prayer and fasting time. And it's also just a great card to keep all year just to talk and pray as that's our theme for the year. But I'm preaching it in the month of January, believing for the best, believing for the best in your life, believing for the best. What does favor mean? Favor is aligning our life with God's blessing. Now, this is what I'm wanting to happen to every individual. To align your life with this biblical thought, blessing. It's a, it's a Bible word, Bible concept, Bible doctrine. Grace, favor that positions us for, I'm believing this for every individual, for myself too. Increased influence. Supernatural turnarounds. Limitations broken. Dreams awakened. Missed opportunities redeemed and wide open new doors of divine possibilities. Now, this is our dream prayer. This is our target. This is what we're going after with our prayer time and with our life. I want you aligned to blessings and favor and grace and the dreams healed and the open doors and think better and feel better and Look at life better and skip around a little bit more and laugh a little bit more and have a mentality. This is the best year ever. And even if you're coming out of the worst year, if you're coming out of hard times or you don't even see yourself coming out of those hard times, I want you in your mind to take a step of faith toward this definition. I want you to read it over your life, pray it over your life and believe that this is reality. Luke 4, 19, a year of God's favor to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, four different translations, to announce the year of the Lord's favor that it has begun, it started. Again, that's a prayer of faith to say, Lord, I believe favor has started on my life. I believe something has shifted. I believe right now I want to announce this is your year to act in my life, around my life, through my life, to proclaim the time of the Lord's favor has come. It's about time. We use that phrase, you know, it's about time. Well, it is about time. It's about the time of favor. It's about the time of shifting you to a new position to renew your mind. If you could thank God thoughts and renew your mind, you would think differently about yourself, your circumstance, and your future. It's our mind that bogs us down. That's why Romans 12 speaks about renewing your mind. I'm trying to renew your mind. I want you to have faith for favor. You must believe it, pray it. You know, uh, just one second here. I have the wrong set of notes. The first two sides are right, but now it goes Slide three. Favor is now. Yeah, that's one. Okay. Yeah, first two were right. I was going to rehearse those. But then I noticed I'm preaching from last, last Sunday's notes on the third slide. But now we're all aligned. Everyone say hallelujah. All right, here we go. Favor is now. These are the five things I would like to put into your spiritual vocabulary. Divine possibilities. Awesome God moments. Awesome God moments. 
life-changing turnarounds, obstacles removed, and declaring favor. I want those five things to land on you, and I want you to slip them into your prayer. You're looking for what? Divine possibilities. Favor is all about possibilities, opportunities, new doors. You're looking for some God moments, and you will have them. God has moments for every one of you. He has some moments. We want to visit you. He wants to do some things that would be astonishing in your life. You will know that God has come to you. Some God moments. Life-changing turnarounds. Some obstacles you've not been able to remove can be removed. And you can declare with faith in your mouth, with a renewed mind, that favor is on its way and it's your time of favor. Time of favor. Psalm 69, 13. But I pray to you, Lord, Notice the, the, the scripture. In the time of your favor, in your great love, answer me with sure salvation. In the time of favor. Well, the word time in the Bible has an idea, and there are different words for time, but the idea is that there is opportune times and seasons where God does certain things. And this verse is referring to opportune season, a specific time where favor becomes the season of your life. 2 Kings 13, 14. Then Jehoshaphat sought the favor of the Lord, and the Lord listened to him. Now, this is exactly what we're doing. Exactly. Jehoshaphat was... Uh, Jehoaz, not Jehoshaphat, but he was in a situation where without the favor he was had, he was, he was sunk. So he decided to seek the favor, the edge, the divine possibility, that, that God thing that only God can do if God would grace them with an answer. And it says he sought the favor of the Lord and the Lord listened to him. We're going to do the same thing. We're going to seek the favor of God. We're going to believe that God will respond to our prayer. Here's a great prayer for increased favor. I want you to read it with me out loud. A great prayer for increased favor. Let's all read together. Are you ready? Lord, today, I'll start over again because some of you want to write it down. I can see that. I don't know how to have you do both things. Okay, I'll read it and you write. I have more faith for that. Lord, today I bend my knees and my heart before you, asking you to release a greater measure, a greater measure of your favor upon my life. With prayer and fasting, I lay before you my year. Make this year a year of your favor. So, Lord, I'm going to bend my knees. I'm going to bend my heart. I'm going to ask for a greater measure because we're living in a specific, particular level of favor. There's no doubt about it. All of us have Jesus or we're on our road to find Jesus or we're living at a certain level of knowing Jesus. That's favor right there. That's grace in your life. But a greater measure of favor breaks loose in every area of your life. With prayer and fast and I lay before you my year, make this year a year of favor. All right, a supernatural chemistry can be created with prayer and fasting. And we're seeking one specific thing. 
along with many other things that will surface in your prayer. But corporately, we're doing what the king did in 2 Kings 13.4. We're seeking the favor of the Lord. We're bending our knees. We're fasting and praying as a church. Favor corporately, on business, on homes, on individuals, on my life. We're praying with prayer and fasting. Praying with fasting is a good decision. It creates a supernatural chemistry that has supernatural results. It's a good decision. Let me tell you something. It's a good decision if you decide to pray and fast. They're throughout the Bible. People that needed a supernatural something prayed and fasted. I'm not just trying to set you up for kind of a spiritual hype or just something the corporate church wants to do. I'm telling you right now, it's a good decision. Probably one of the better decisions you'll make all year to pray and fast. Because there's a supernatural chemistry that comes with the sacrifice and the discipline of yielding the human soul to God. Man fell because man ate. Food was a stumbling block from the beginning. Sin entered the world through food. And so there's something about disciplining the food level or your intake and your uh, willpower to actually set yourself aside to the Lord. There's something special about it. Something special. It's a good decision. And it creates a supernatural chemistry. Would you take down these scriptures right now? Take them down. 2 Chronicles 20, 3 and 4. I just want you to listen to the words. 2 Chronicles 23 and 4. And he set himself to seek the Lord. It's a decision. 2 Chronicles 23. Joel 2.12. Turn to me with your heart, with prayer and fasting. You make a decision to turn. Job, I mean, Joel 2.12. Turn to me. But it's your decision to turn with prayer and fasting. Daniel 9.3. Then I set my face toward the Lord with prayer and fasting. Daniel 9.3, Daniel says, I made a decision. I set myself aside. I set my face toward God. I went without the food. I went on where we get the term Daniel fast, Daniel 9.3. Ezra 9.5, with my prayers and fasting, I spread out my hands to the Lord. Wow, what a great verse. Ezra 9.5. With prayer and fasting, I spread out my hands before the Lord. Ezra needed some supernatural stuff. He says, Lord, here we are. Now the king has granted some great things, and now we're building the wall, and we have a lot of enemies. We have a lot of lacks. Lord, I'm spreading it all before you with prayer and fasting. Nehemiah 1.4, I sat down, I wept, and I began to fast and pray. To the God of heaven. Why? Because everything around me looks horrible. The city is wiped out. The walls are not built. The people are scattered. The temple doesn't function. When he heard the report from his own people come to the king, his heart was broken. So I just sat down and I just began to cry. Well, you know, there's a lot of reasons for us to sit down and just cry. 
If you look around with all the wrecked homes and the wrecked kids and the wrecked teenagers and the wrecked economy and, and wrecked health and people losing and that, and maybe your own circumstance, you might just want to sit down and cry. Say, oh God, I don't know what to do, but just sit down and cry. It's okay. But if you would add one more piece to that sitting down and crying, because sitting down and crying without that peace can be hopelessness instead of faith. He said, I sat down, I wept. He said, I wept. I wept. I can't believe we are in such bad shape. He says, and then I added prayer and fasting. Then he went to the king and said, if I die, I die, because you're not supposed to look sad as a cupbearer in the presence of a king. Same thing with Esther. You're not supposed to do this. If I perish, I perish. And that was Nehemiah. I'm going to do this, but I don't know what's going to happen. But he risked himself after prayer, after fasting. He went before the king, and the king finally said, Nehemiah, you're one of my best friends. You're a cupbearer. Cupbearer was the most loyal person, saved the king's life. He said, Nehemiah, what is wrong? What's wrong? Why? I mean, you got everything. You own a great house. You have a great salary. You work in the palace. I would give you anything. How in the world could you be depressed? What is wrong with you? So Nehemiah says, okay, here it comes. Here's my request. This is what's wrong. The king heard his request and said, well, wow, uh, how long would you be gone to do this? He says, I'll give you a time, but I'm not sure. What would you need to do this? Well, I'm going to need a letter from you for the forest to get trees. I'm going to need a letter for you to the other king so they don't attack me. I'm going to need some. He started laying out stuff way, 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 way beyond what he should have requested. The king says, you know what? I'll do it. I'll do it. Your choice, sit down, weep, moan, get depressed, get up from your weeping and walk with your weeping and feel hopelessness, or sit down, cry, and pray, and fast, and turn it around. It's your choice. I vote we fast and pray, not just cry and sit. Nehemiah 9.1. I like this verse for this reason. The date. Nehemiah 9 verse 1. On the 24th day of this month, we gathered for prayer with fasting. I like it that the Bible put a date on their prayer and fasting. They began at the same day. Nehemiah 9.1. On the 24th day, on that day, on that day, we are setting a day for us to fast and pray. Supernatural chemistry for favor is within our fasting and praying. Prayer with fasting looks like this. One, creates a spiritual chemistry that releases the supernatural power of God. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a spiritual fact. Two, it creates a spiritual flow that breaks through hardness of heart. It's a fact. 
If you have a little bit of a lack of response or a hardness of heart, prayer and fasting will fix that. It's the plow that dropped deep into the heart. It's prayer and fasting. If you have a little bit of a shallow response, a, a slow response, a carnal response, or, or too much baggage in your heart to even kind of feel the pulse of the kingdom of the Holy Spirit, prayer and fasting will drop the plow deeper and wider. Your heart will be broken up. Three, it releases a new level of spiritual dedication. It helps us express our dedication to Jesus and deepen and confirm our resolution to serve him. It does that. Prayer and fasting deepens sacrifice, and sacrifice deepens focus. Four, prayer and fasting will help break bondages, sinful habits. Whether you understand it or not, it defeats demonic activities. Whether you understand that or not, there are demonic activities around. Spirits and high places. Those things that come on physical bodies and emotions and souls and people's minds, there can be more than just the natural at stake here. Prayer and fasting breaks some of those bondages. Five, prayer and fasting will allow more of the Holy Spirit solutions, now hear me on this, to complex problems. When you have complex problems, Complex situations that you can't figure out. I have them. You have them. Prayer and fasting helps bring solutions where you can't figure it out. Six, prayer and fasting will undo heavy burdens. You're not supposed to be carrying heavy burdens. If you, if you feel that you don't have airspace, you can't breathe, it's a heavy burden that's there all the time, it's not supposed to be that way. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. That's what Jesus said. Isaiah 58 points out all the heavy burdens you should not bear. You should not carry Prayer and fasting helps you undo, unravel some of the stuff you're carrying that you're not supposed to carry. Seven, prayer and fasting allows the Holy Spirit to conquer the mental and emotional problems. So we're praying. What are we praying? We're praying for increased favor. Now, the increased favor that I'm praying for are seven. And I'm just going to list these out for you because I want you to pray them during the fast along with the prayer card. But I want you to hear them for your life right now. Right now. Number one, we're praying for favor increase. And every one of these has the idea, and I did this on purpose, it positions you. Prayer and fasting is a positioning. You still have to make decisions and follow through and walk in the grace and walk in the favor. But I'm believing that prayer and fasting positions you for promotion. Genesis 39 speaks about Joseph who was promoted and it says specifically the reason that he was promoted is because the favor of God was on him. And they saw it. That's in Genesis 39. Joseph had a dream, and the favor was on the dream. A successful businessman was at an insurance company for several years. True story, illustration. When the position above him vacated, which happens to us in our business world maybe all the time, he and another employee interviewed, and despite his better credentials and experience, the other worker got the job. The man was naturally disappointed, but he did not speak 
wrongly about the other worker or about the company. He and his wife trusted God, Christian people, to promote him when the time was right. And that was their prayer. A few months later, a competing company approached the man and offered him a job in their company on their senior leadership team. He would have to relocate, so he hesitated taking the job. So he played hardball with him. He turned it down. They kept courting him for several weeks. He kept turning it down. He didn't want to leave. He wanted to be promoted in the job he had. The recruiters asked him to meet them for a final time and bring the number of his ideal salary. At this point, the man did not even want the job anymore, so he decided to ask for an exorbitant salary, something absolutely outrageous, thinking that they would withdraw their offer once he asked and he wouldn't have to worry about this open door. When he met with the recruiters, he brought a piece of paper with the figure written on it that he thought he would ask for. He asked the recruiters to bring their piece of paper, which they did. They wanted to show their figure to him first. To his surprise, the amount was twice as much as what he had written on his paper. When he looked at them in shock, they thought he was offended that they were paying him so little. So they increased the offer four more times and threw in relocation price expenses. So he ended up having a salary that he had doubled himself, and then they put four more times with it and located to a city that they ended up loving. Why? Because he was able to position himself before the Lord. And God says, you know, I'm going to favor you. You want what salary? That's what you would have got at this job. But I'm going to give you oh, eight times that. Oh, come on, come on. That's not even possible. It's possible. It's possible. Everyone say favor for position to promote. How many of you would be open if God wanted to bring promotion to your life? I'd be open to promotion as long as it's not heaven. That can wait for a while. Two, pray for favor to increase to position you for influence. If you see a turtle on a fence post, you know it didn't get there by itself. God wants to put influence in your life to put you in places you could never do yourself. Never get there yourself. Esther 5.2, again, it's the word favor. When she found favor in his sight, he took her from being a nobody to influencing history. Wow, we could say so much more about that point. Number three, pray for favor to increase to position you for blessings. The Psalms 5.12, surrounding you with blessings. Here's a great scripture if you want to study it out. It's Deuteronomy 33, 23. It's about Naphtali, and it's a great scripture. Oh, Naphtali, satisfied with favor, full of the blessings of the Lord. Possess the West and the South. Deuteronomy 33, 23. Pray that over your life. Number four, pray for favor to increase position for you in the marketplace. Success in the marketplace. Job, business, work. 
Psalm 90, verse 17 is the clearest scripture I've ever seen on this. Let the favor of our God be upon us. Establish the work of our hands. Yes, establish the work of our hands. It's a marketplace scripture for favor. Every day when you go to work, before you open the door, just say, favor today, favor today. Favor on me, favor on the business, favor on the job. Every time you move into that sales job or that sales activity or some, whatever you do for life, whatever you do, just say the word favor every time you go after it. Every time you move into it, quote Psalm 90 and verse 17, favor on my hand, favor on my business, favor on my life, favor on my decisions. We speak favor every time we move into an area of our life. Five, pray for favor to increase and positions you for spiritual breakthrough. Undoubtedly, I'm speaking to people that need some breakthroughs. Matthew 17, 21 says this. This kind does not happen without prayer and fasting. Some breakthroughs don't happen without prayer and fasting. Spiritual breakthrough is a choice that comes out of my desire to get out of a rut, out of a place, out of a spiritual place, or breaking through for someone else, overcoming, penetrating the, the door, the wall, getting out, getting through. Breakthrough for a new season in your life. Break us into a new season. Break off spiritual layers of bondage. Break through the gates and the doors. Break open something that's been closed off. Breakthrough to me means this in uh, contemporary everyday uh, words. What wasn't reality suddenly is. That's breakthrough. What hadn't worked out suddenly does. That's breakthrough. The unwanted situation or object that was there suddenly isn't there anymore. The relationship that was unloving suddenly becomes loving. The job that hadn't materialized suddenly, something happens. Breakthrough and understanding a dilemma, an answer. Number six, Pray for favor, increased position, for new amazing victories in your life. New amazing victories in your life. Favor to promote, to position, to influence. Work of my hands, breaking out, overcoming amazing victories. Psalms 44, verse 1 through 3. God, we have heard what you did. Those who came before us have told us what you did in their days and days long ago. With powerful hand, you drove out the nations. You settled our people in the land. You crushed the people who were there and you made our people do well. They didn't win the land with their swords. They didn't gain success with their powerful arms. Your powerful right hand and your mighty arm gave them success. You looked on them with favor and you love them. What an awesome verse. Psalms 44, one through three. You looked on them with favor. It wasn't by their strength, their might, their sword, their chariots, and all their schemes and strategies. You looked on them with favor. And wow, what a victory came out of it. Oh God, let there come a favor over every person. Can I hear an amen?